News time on a Monday morning. Let's check back in with Nathan in the news studio. Thank you very much, John, and good morning, everyone. Iowa 4th District Representative Randy Feenstra is pushing legislation that would increase the federal government's monitoring of foreign investment in American farmland. Currently, the U.S. Department of Agriculture Farm Services Agency passively tracks foreign ownership of ag land, and Feenstra says those numbers are startling. Foreign investors own 37 million acres of American agricultural land. That's more than the state of Iowa. Think about that. Foreign investors own more than the state of Iowa in our country. And I thought, this is not good. Plus the fact that they own land near Air Force bases, like in Grand Forks, North Dakota. It's owned by Chinese Communist Party. This is scary stuff. The USDA has tracked foreign purchases since 1978 when Congress passed the Agricultural Foreign Investment Disclosure Act. Low-scale foreign investment is typical, but recent trends show purchases are increasing. Feenster says the government needs to better monitor foreign actors looking to buy up farmland. So what I said is I want transparency. I want to know who owns the land and what we could do. The bottom line for me is that American farmland belongs to the American farmer. And we got to pass it on to the next generation and not to outside interests, especially our adversaries. This is truly alarming, and I am really going to push this agenda hard in our next Congress. Everybody knows now I've been advocating for this over the last two months and ringing the bell on it, saying we have to wake up and see what's happening in our country. Earlier this month, Feenstra, along with Representatives Elise Stefanik of New York and Rick Crawford of Arkansas, introduced the Agriculture Foreign Investment Transparency Act in the U.S. House. The bill strengthens the original AFIDA by actively monitoring foreign land acquisitions and requires USDA to publish AFIDA reports on its website. Recently, Iowa State University released a report showing farmland prices in the state have reached record highs, often leaving newcomers to ag unable to start. Says the fourth district must continue producing farmers. We have to make sure that the next generation of farmer is getting this land to be productive, and they know best, right? They know how to treat the soil. They know how to take care of it. Do you think a foreign investor cares about soils and the production of it? Not at all. And that's what what is so concerning to me. No action has been taken on the bill in the current Congress, and it's unlikely to move before the end of the year. However, Feenster says this will be a key issue for him when Republicans officially take the majority in the 118th Congress next month. And the Iowa District Office of the U.S. Small Business Administration is wrapping up its fiscal year with COVID-19 still casting a long shadow. Jane Armstrong, District Director of the SBA in Iowa, says the current year is closing, but a ways behind the previous year, which saw unprecedented borrower and lender incentives to aid in the pandemic recovery. Many of those incentives have long since expired, making fiscal 22 more lackluster. SBA in Iowa, we did... 466 loans last year for over $243 million. We were down a little bit from the year before just by 10 loans. The full amount loaned in the state, however, is down more than $20 million from the previous year. Armstrong says Iowa's hospitality industry uh, in particular is continuing to face challenges with workforce shortages and supply chain trouble. Businesses are still struggling. We're not through everything yet, but I think we're on track with the number of loans that we're seeing and the access to capital, and we're also hitting a lot of new markets. 
of the year's 466 loans here in Iowa. She says 252 of them, more than half, were to new business startups or to finance changes in ownership. Armstrong was upbeat about SBA's successes in Iowa during the fiscal year, noting sizable increases in the percentage of loans being made to both minorities and veterans. We remain committed as ever before to helping our small businesses get through the recovery period and getting them back on track. It's it's a process. It's not happening overnight. Other successes include the Iowa District winning two national awards, one for diversity, inclusion, and equity, while the other award is going to Dave Lintel, the Des Moines office's lead lender relations specialist, as well as public information officer. Lintel of Waukee is being named the SBA's national MVP for 2022. And that is going to wrap up your KCIM 6 o'clock news. I'm Nathan Cones reporting. Thank you very much, Nathan, for that. Once again, we're going to take a look at the weather forecast. Looks like we have definitely some cold weather on the way and a little bit of snow and could be uh, some freezing rain later on today and tonight. Details on that coming up in moments. 